Copa MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. How's it going, everybody? Welcome into another episode, another edition of the one and only RockyMountainATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast, presented by FXR Racing and Race Tech. That's right, we're back here for another week, another episode, so thank you for listening, thank you for downloading this episode, and of course, if you subscribe to our show, thank you very much. Uh, Guess what? It's Christmas time. That's right, Thanksgiving is around the corner, and that means Christmas is as well, so you're going to do some shopping. Go to RockyMountainATVMC.com because they are the trusted Online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. It's easy to see why you guys should be going there right now and doing some shopping. But before you do that, go to my website, keyforinktesting.com. Click on the RMATVMC banner, and that kicks you back over there, and you just continue to live your life. Continue to do your shopping, and that gives us a snippet of what you're purchasing for the holidays and helps us out and puts a couple presents under the tree for Aiden and Heather. Probably not Heather because we don't buy any Christmas gifts for each other, but you get the drift. It helps us out a lot, so thank you for the people that are doing that. We appreciate it. Uh, guess what? KKMX35 will save you 35% at fxrracing.com for the holidays. And if you're a lady, you like to moto, I have a special code for you as well. Just email me, chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and I will get you a special lady code to get you a bigger discount than the boys. That's right. And Racetech, racetech.com. Get your engine and suspension tuned by Racetech. Get your suspension serviced. Some bushings, some seals, some fresh oil, maybe some springs, whatever it is. Sales at racetech.com. Use the word kefir. Save some money. And uh, get your stuff done over there at Racetech. Paul Thede is a wizard, and he knows what is going on in the world of engines and suspension. And as always, thank you to all of our 2022 sponsors. Power Motorsports, great place for KTMs, Yamahas, Kawasaki's. If you want to do some purchasing for the holidays, I have special Kiefer Inc. uh, discounts for our listeners. So if you want to get a new bike... Maybe for your friend, your lady, your dude, whatever it is, hit me up and I'll get you in contact with David over at Power Motorsports. Works Connection, Ride Engineering, Pro Taper, 6D Helmets, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Dunlop Motorsports, Plum Creek Funding, Blood Lubricants, Decal Works, Lit Pro, Fast Co. And of course, you guys are older, over 40, and you want to do some racing, some longer motos. That's right, OldTimersMX.com. Those are the places to go to save money and go racing, and they all support Kiefer, Inc., so thank you. All right, I'm going to make this a quick episode. I want to do a revisit here. We did a, a video recently over on RacerX that should be up this week if you're listening to this. Uh, the 2023 Yamaha YZ450. I took delivery to my bike from um, Yamaha at uh, Glen Helen last Thursday. Had a couple more rides on it, a couple more days. I uh, spent a day out here near my house on some rough tracks. I went to Glen Helen, and as you guys know, um, 
the bike, if you listen to my 30-minute video at RacerX when we were at the goat farm, you can kind of read between the lines that I wasn't completely sold on the bike yet. And you guys know, and I'll be honest here, no, I do not get paid by Yamaha, but I do really like a 22YZ450, and that is per my preferred bike when I go racing on my own. So if I really want to have a good time, I want to go race, I want to do the best that I can do, I usually choose a Yamaha to go do that. I ride all different kinds of bikes. In fact, I ride other bikes more than the Yamaha um, during work days, but when I choose to race and ride and get ready for something, I choose the YZ450. And the 23YZ450 just, just felt a lot different when I was in Florida. Sure, the track was a little bit different, but I'm used to East Coast dirt. I was back there for a, a couple tests, you know, a couple weeks before that, so that wasn't a big deal. And jumps, whatever, I still feel like I can jump sizable jumps. Um, so I wasn't really too concerned about all that. It just felt different compared to my bike here that I've been riding quite a bit. Now, you might be saying, hey, Kiefer, you don't ride stock suspension. You are correct, but I do go back and revisit stock suspension on my bike before I go do these new bike intros because I need to get my head wrapped around on what it's like to ride stuff that's stock. Uh, I'll ride stuff that's stock for a little bit and then change it, valve it, engine, ECU, bars, whatever it is. But I always try to go back to stock before I revisit a new model just so I can get a baseline for my brain. And I did that before Florida. And it just felt different. The chassis is not as stable as a 22. Uh, it's a little stiffer nature. The overall feeling of the chassis moves around a little bit more. And I, when I say moves around, um, it just seems to be a little bit more active. So whether that is in the suspension or whether that it's in the chassis is just not as stable as the 22. But it does give you that feeling. So you can maybe call that negative. But the positives are... It corners really well. It feels light. I can stand up longer in my corners. I can cut down from a corner if I want to. I can swing my rear end around and pivot easier. Side-to-side -side movement is lighter feeling. In the air, it's lighter feeling. Ergonomically, it's much better. I'm sitting on top of the bike versus in it. Uh, the engine is absolutely insane. Second gear is extremely long, much longer than last year's engine. I can actually use second gear out of a corner down the straightaway for a longer period of time versus the 22. So that is a great thing. Third gear, which is debatable between me and the Yamaha guys, I feel like the third gear lugability is not quite as good as a 22, but it still does lug its way around as long as you cover the clutch at times, and I am known to cover my clutch a lot. If you ever look at my photos on my Instagram or videos or whatever, my finger is almost always on my clutch lever no matter what when I'm taking a lap. So if I'm in third gear and I'm rolling my corner and I screw up the corner, a little bit of stabbing that clutch a little bit will get that RPMs right back up. And the 23 does that very well. So recovery, that's what we call uh, in the testing world is if you're down like third gear in a corner, you mess up and your bike's like, oh, and you clutch it, oh, how quick does it get back up in the meat of the power? The 23 does that really well because it's a much freer, it spools up quicker than the 22. Uh, the 22 YZ450 is more like a heavier, longer crank feel. 
And if you guys want to know what the differences are between the 22 and the 23, go back to my other podcast that I have here that we talk about it or listen to the Racer or watch the Racer X videos. That breaks everything down as far as what changed. If you guys don't know what the differences are by now, then you guys have been living under a rock. Uh, but I will briefly tell you that your wheels, fork, shock, muffler portion only, only the slip-on portion, is all interchangeable between the 22 and 23. The clamps are interchangeable. It's still a 22-millimeter offset. Know if you have a 22, the new power tuner features do not work for your 22. So let's say you open up your app and you click on 2022YZ450. You have those features. And then if you click on a 2023YZ450, you have completely new features. You have a slide button. You have traction control adjustment, uh, torque adjustment. And basically, as you slide this um, slider over, you know, softer, harder, it adjusts your fuel and your ignition on its own. You can still put the numbers in on its own on the grid, but it's nice to have the slider. It makes it easier for you guys. And I know sometimes you guys are tripping out about this app. It is simple to do. I am not a wizard when it comes to electronics, but I can tell you what. It's, this is pretty simple. You connect it via Wi-Fi and your CCU, which is that's what, not your ECU. Your CCU is what your bike looks for when it, you, click, you hit that starter button really quick. Tick, and then it looks for some kind of connection to your phone. So just know that's how you do it. You click that starter button real quick. It connects to your phone. You got to push, you know, the right um, serial number for your CCU into your phone. Um, anyway, I want to have a whole video for you guys, step by step, on how to connect, what to do, how to do these things. And I'm going to put a video up on my YouTube. Um, I've been doing some more stuff to my YouTube. I just did like some workout videos for you older vet guys that I told you about in the last show. Um, there's some exercises, examples. Look, I'm no fitness guy, but it's going to be up there. This uh, Yamaha Power Tuner app video will be up there as well. So we're going to put some stuff up on my YouTube here fairly shortly. So suspension, wheels, muffler, clamps, and that's it. Everything else is different. So maybe the piston pin is the same, but... Everything is different. It might look the same, but the frame is different. The engine inside is different. Uh, clutch is different. Oil filter, air filter, seat. All of it is different. Swing arm, all of it. So you're not going to be able to interchange anything a lot, I should say. You're not going to be able to interchange a lot from your 22. So this is what I've been noticing. It does feel a lot different. It doesn't feel like a normal Yamaha. Only thing I can try to explain it and give you an, an, like, an explanation of what it's like, it's if a Honda and a Kawasaki had a baby and they have this blue bike and this is what the Yamaha is. This is what I've come to the conclusion of. Between Florida, Glen Helen, and I just rode the Dez here today on, on some tracks. And from my first ride, I can tell you what, it's my opinion is getting better on this machine. Uh, I don't know if it's just breaking in or settling in or whatever, but my opinion is, is slowly getting better, and the things that I do like, I really like a lot more than my 22. The things I don't like, they're not as bad as I thought they were going to be here on the West Coast. So let's, let's break this thing down. Let's, let's easy things first, right, the positives. The positives come from engine, Okay, 
engine is very strong, very lively, not as on-off feeling as a 22. I had a lot of Vortex ECU mapping days with Chad at XPR for my 22. I don't think if I go that route, which I probably will at some point, I don't think I'll have to map as crazy as I did on the 22 because the 23 is very good on just all zeros. The, the zero maps, not as on-off feeling through corners, so that is nice, but yet it climbs harder and faster and it's freer so you can shift early yes you'll have to cover the clutch a little bit if you're in third gear but man each gear will pull for a very long time yamaha increased the over rev by 500 rpm which is huge last year on my 22 yz450 i increased my vortex easy ecu to 250 so i went plus 250 and that was a big difference so yamaha went plus 500 for 23 and it's huge so you guys don't be scared to downshift a second and let that son of a bitch eat coming out of the corner because it'll pull very very far so much longer than the 22 and over rev is improved overall just power is much improved easier to ride so i am on board i am a fan of the engine i love it um i've been riding a ktm and a honda lately and although my ktm has some work to it like an exhaust flange an ecu a pipe and i run some good fuel in it it is a little bit better pulling power out of a corner, like in mid-range. But man, this Yamaha is almost as good in stock form. So very impressive and very easy to ride. You vet riders will really love this engine. It is six pounds lighter. The whole bike itself is six pounds lighter. I was claiming five pounds in the last show, but I was told the R&D guys just weighed them on their scale, and I was an employee at Yamaha for several years way back in the early 2000s, and I know the scale that they use, and it's very professional, and it's very accurate, and I was told that it's actually close to six pounds lighter. So you may think in the world of our body weight, six pounds ain't shit. I can lose six pounds. Hell, I can go take a crap and lose six pounds right there. But in the world of dirt bikes, six pounds is quite a bit. Let's say you take your stock muffler system off, you put a titanium can of whatever it is, FMF, Akropovich, whatever, Pro Circuit. You probably can lose another pound and a half of weight just from muffler. So now you're up to seven and a half pounds, which is very, very good for the Yamaha Blue Pig shit that you guys were talking uh, before last year. Uh, I read Vital sometimes and the Blue Pig, the Blue Pig this, it doesn't corner. Look it, with weight comes stability so you guys can bitch about weight all you want sure it does suck putting on the stand i will tell you that i put a yamaha on my stands in the garage i'm like holy shit the thing's a fat piece of shit but then i put a ktm on the stand and it's like oh it's light and just throw this chick right up on here no problem right little spinner no worries but you put this new yamaha on the stand now much better much easier and on the track is you feel it like right away this like um, I'm trying to paint a picture. So you're rolling out of the track, going out of the pits, and you go to your first corner, and you're just like, yeah, and you just kind of make that left-hander or the right-hander right at the first corner you get on the track. You will notice the weight of how the bike will kind of lay down in the corner better, quicker, easier, and then as you're standing up, it'll stand up easier and more reactive to your hand and your legs. So that is very noticeable. What comes with less weight is a little instability. When you have a light bike, can go back to the KTM thing. The KTM, steel frame, but it's not as stable as a Yamaha back in 22. 
the KTM has gained some weight a little bit. It's got a little bit more stable over the years, right? So when I say the Honda and Kawasaki had a baby, the Honda part comes because it corners much easier like a Honda. Its front end uh, traction is similar to a Honda. I have a high amount of front end bite, so I like that. Um, and the Kawasaki portion of this is because it's still fairly stable. It's in that realm of a KTM stability, yet not quite as good as a 22. I love a 22 stability because I can just come around this corner and give it the berries, and I know the bike's not going to step out or swap out or uh, have a rigid feeling. So I was scared a little bit in Florida because I felt some rigidity. And I was like, oh, my God. I hope this thing's not rigid. So I needed to get it back where there was bumps because there was no bumps at the goat farm. It was bitching to ride, right? So I think everyone was like high on this bike and sucking its dick because it was so fun to ride the track. Sorry for my French, but that's how I feel. Like I never usually go down the media rabbit hole with other videos, but I said, you know what? This bike is new. I want to see what other people are thinking. Are they doing the same complaints as me? There wasn't any other complaints out there for the first impression like I had. And I'm like, wow, how come no one's feeling this? Um, so I really wanted it to get home on a rough track, square edgy stuff, and just see what it does. I was pleasantly surprised when I got here and rode it out here on the West Coast. It wasn't as rigid as I thought it was going to be, people. So, yes, it is stiffer than a 22. Is it as stiff as a Honda Sierra 450R? No. I could cut across bumps on square edge. It's not going to deflect like a Honda. So a little Kawasaki-ish. Not as plush as a Kawasaki, but still pretty good. It's the middle of the road. It's pretty good stability, really good cornering. So I am okay with that now. Like I've had more time on it. Today I rode out the desert track, really rough, and it teaches uh, you certain things about chassis, about stability. Uh, if I can paint you a picture about this track. So I have, it's like a three and a half minute track, elevation changes. And then when I come in the corners, there's like, um, if you guys look at the outdoor nationals, you have several ruts. And inside these ruts, you have these bumps, right? Well, I have some of that here on this track that I ride. Although not ruddy, it's in this groove like sand. But in these grooves are uh, stutter bumps and square edge, right? So I can't get out of them. Once I'm in them, it really teaches you what the shock does side to side or what it teaches you how the bike dives. Does it dive or is it too low? So I was pleasantly surprised about how good uh, stability that this bike actually has in these portions of the track, which is important to you guys when you guys ride normal tracks on the East Coast. Uh, you East Coast guys, when you get in these grooves coming into a corner, there's going to be bumps, right? You want that bike to have to be planted. And although it does move, you will feel movement. You can adjust some of that out, which I'll give you some specs here in a minute. So it will take a little bit more setup for the stability factor than the 22. The cornering factor will be good right away. You will have a better cornering Yamaha right out of the box. So there is really, um, it's, it's just a trade, I feel like, from 22 to 23. We're trading it off. Where we're trying to find some more uh, lean angle or cornering traction on the 22, we have it on the 23. And where we didn't need to find any you know, straight line stability on the 22, we got to work at that a little bit more on the 23. So no biggie. We can try to adjust. Yamaha suggests a 97 rear shock 
SAG reading. I'm out. I'm out on that. High for me. Uh, they suggest a 7mm fork height. I'm out on that. I went to a 5mm fork height, and I went to 100 millimeters of SAG, and that was a happy place for this bike. I also had to go plus 4 on the compression on the fork because it was a little bit soft. It did move too quick, so I needed to settle that down, calm it down. So I went plus 4 on the compression, and I experienced, well, I experimented with rebound a little bit, and I tried to go slower on the rebound, but the fork didn't like that as much as it liked compression. So I went back out on the rebound to a standard setting and then went in on the compression, and that bike liked it more. It was a little bit firmer feeling, but it wasn't harsh. When I went in on the rebound, the fork got harsh, so I didn't like that. So I went back out on the rebound, like I said, and then in on the compression. So if you guys out there think, ah, it's a little bit soft, it's breaking in, it's moving, it's dipping, go in on the compression. It's okay. Go plus four to six. You're fine. Um, I do like the fact that it has that KTM adjuster, so you can just, like, use your hands. Every time I came into the pits, I'm like, oh, I got to use, uh, I got to go in on my compression. I'm like, oh, shit, I could do that at the track. I forgot. I have all that shit right there. I can just freaking use my hand and do it up right there. So that is nice. It's uh, toolless adjustments on the fork. I don't know why they didn't do that for the shock, but it's nice to have it on the fork compression because I feel like more people screw with the fork than they do shock. So going to the shock, a 100 millimeters, I felt like I needed to drop that ass a little bit. 97 is uh, is pretty high, um, which I like the cornering aspect of a 97 millimeter uh, sag reading, but I didn't like it at Glen Helen because it was too busy and, and I felt my ass in too high and it kicked me coming down the hill. So I wanted to calm it down. Uh, again, I like stability in a bike. I will help the bike corner because I feel like my cornering is decent enough that I can do that. Um, but if you do have str- if you do struggle with cornering, it's okay. Try a 97 millimeter height um, and then go to a five millimeter fork um, height. I'm sorry, 97 millimeter sag and, and five millimeter fork height, and that will give you a blend of some front end traction and some stability. But I just like stability, so 100 millimeters on the shock. Um, I backed out the high speed an eighth, so softer, back out, and then I slowed the rebound down two. So try that 100 millimeters of sag an eighth out from stock on the high-speed compression, and then in two on the rebound. That is a nice, happy spot to calm it down. And you still will notice, if you come off of a 22, you still will notice that the bike is a little bit busier than a 22. Don't freak out. I've pushed it a little bit harder today, and even though it's moving underneath me, it doesn't do anything crazy like Honda-ish where it deflects and swaps. It doesn't just bite your ass really quick. So that is uh, refreshing to me because my mind wasn't going there after day one on this bike. So yeah, so that is where the Honda and the Kawasaki baby thing came to mind. It has good stability, not as good as a Cowie, but close. And then it corners similar to a Honda, not quite as good as a Honda, but close. Sorry to interrupt your Blue Crew content here, people, but we're going to go to these commercials. Listen to them. Save yourself some money. That'll help on the back end for Christmas, and you'll be happy. We'll be right back.
ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, buddy. Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. You guys are looking for some great oil. The Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on Earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here. 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So, you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check them out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar. But yet, I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, ProTaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend. And that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So ProTaper.com. They have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or 
Maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. You guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. For motocross riders driven to dominate, the Yamaha YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit Power Motorsports today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. The YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with power for four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For the look of a full factory ride, just like what you guys see on Saturday night, both the YZ450F and YZ250F come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition graphics packages. And you can take precision tunability to the next level with Yamaha's exclusive and industry's only free power tuner app. Visit Power Motorsports today, find your Yamaha YZ, and enter the victory zone. Get your new Yamaha at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it on here. That's right, the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Get your best deal and best pricing wherever it is. Right here, North America. I don't care where you're at. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Go visit them. Powermotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and dangerous. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris at keferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate. And uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. All right, we're back. That was simple. No worries. Blue Crew content. Here we go. So we're getting a better Yam- cornering Yamaha with a little bit um, less stability, but you guys have been asking for that. Let's face it, right? Everybody that I talk to, I love my Yamaha. It just doesn't corner. It's fat and you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, now it's not as fat. It went on a diet. 
your girl's looking better. It's like you. Uh, it's like a breakup diet. You know, it's like you break up with your chick and you see her uh, two, three months later and she's 20 pounds lighter. You're like, what in the hell happened here? Yamaha coming out on that catwalk, six pounds lighter, which is like 20 pounds in human world. (laughs) So uh, that's what it feels like on the track. You got a lighter, slimmer bike ergonomically. You're up on the bike with the flat seat. I do wish the seat was a little bit wider. If you guys are pushing on the edges of that seat with your ass, you will notice that your ass bones your ass cheeks will get a little bit more uh, chafed and just, I don't know, I'm just sore. My ass is a little bit more sore than normal, and I ride a lot. I ride a shit ton. So not to get off the subject, which we do a lot here, but I've been wearing um, a short underneath my riding pants with a chamois, and it's helped me a lot with this bike specifically because the foam is a pretty firm foam, which I like, but I just wish they had a little bit more width in the seat to use the edges of the seat when you're pushing down through corners. But again, minus five down, minus five back on the on the mount and the peg, which is great. A taller seat, flatter seat, you're up high. Ergonomically, so much better. Shrouds, down, slim. Gripping the bike is not an issue. You can still grip the bike very nice. I feel like I can get my feet in the correct position. You may notice that the shifter is... It looks like it's down one spline from a 22. Like you look at your 22 shifter stock, you look at the 23 shifter stock, it looks like it's down one spline. So if you feel like you're missing shifts, maybe go back up one spline on the shifter. And uh, some of you guys that wear size 8, I got a text from Grant Harlan that says, hey, Kiefer, are you missing your rear brake pedal at all? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm size 10. I have no problem. Well, he's like a little hobbit, redheaded hobbit, and he's been missing his brake pedal, his rear brake pedal. So... Um, you can maybe look into getting another rear brake pedal. I know Hammerhead Designs make some different pedals. I do not know. Should be the same brake pedal, I would assume. Maybe not. No, I don't think it is. You're right. I'm talking to myself. You guys can see that. Uh, it is not the same rear brake pedal. So, but I do think you can put a 22 pedal on it. I just know the part number is different. And I need to find out if it's shorter or longer or what it is. But you guys that have small feet, you might want to look into a different shifter. I will find out for you guys if you can put a 22 pedal on and what the dimensions are from the 22 to 23. But that's just some information that I noticed and I've got back from other guys that uh, have ridden some of these things. And they're like, hey, smaller feet may not always work. But cockpit-wise, 5'8 to 6'1 to 6'2, very good. The bar mounts are in the, in the front hole, which I prefer. I like that. So thank you to Yamaha and Travis Preston uh, for going back to the regular hole. I like regular hole. I'm not, a, <laughs> I'm not an optional hole kind of guy. I like standard. I'm, I'm a routine kind of guy. Like I like a routine, and this front hole is routine for me. Um, bar band is the same. Uh, we still got Dunlop MX-33s. I went to MX-3S front already. I already took the MX-33 off and put an MX-3SF front. I'm fine with the MX-33 rear. 120-80-19. People say, hey, Kiefer, what about a 120-90? I've tried a 120-90. If you are looking for a little bit more cushion on square edge and you want a little bit higher rear end feeling, which I do not think you want on this bike, you can go to a 120-90-19, but I don't recommend it. Thank you to Yamaha for building solid wheels and hubs. I've been riding a KTM, and those spokes suck butt. I hate them. They always come loose. The rims are soft. 
Overall, for a stock rim, the Yamaha rims are fairly strong, I feel like, and I do like them. What's cool about Yamaha is they offer the complete wheel set as a part number. You can go on Rocky Mountain's uh, Microfish. You can order a whole new wheel set for like 600 bucks. Uh, I think maybe cheaper. I think it's like 500 bucks. So I don't mind the stock wheels. I race with stock wheels. I don't necessarily need uh, Talon hubs and all these things. I like the feel of the stock hub and the rim, so that is nice. Um, overall, not a huge fan of the front number plate. Looks something like a TTR 110 would have on its on its front end. Uh, the, f- the, the front fender, it's growing on me. Back when uh, 2010 hit and the new Yamaha came out, I worked at Yamaha at the time, and I was like, this thing is atrocious. It's ugly. It's bad. And I rode it for like two to three months, and I looked back at the 09 bike. I'm like, oh, that thing looks like a dinosaur. So I think that's where I'm going to be at with this bike. Aesthetically, it looks lighter. I think that's what the fender things do when these designers do them up and they draw them up and the CAD drawings, whatever they do. They're trying to shorten it up, make it look sleek, you can put a 22 uh, front fender on it as well as a 22 front number plate. It will work. I did it in the garage today. So for those of you guys who want Sycra front fender, uh, Sycra front number plate, you got to have the 22 front fender. So just FYI, if you're not a fan of the shorty, nubby, freestyle front fender, go the 22 route up front. That is fine. Looks It looks all right. I still like the look a little bit better um, now that I've been around it some on the shrouds for sure uh the shrouds are lower when you're sitting on the bike it definitely looks down farther and it looks way narrower it feels narrower i don't feel like my knees are bowed out even though i didn't feel like they were bowed out that much on the 22 uh rear fender is a little bit shorter uh it's like whatever for me i think the bike looks pretty good it's not the best looking bike out there but i think it looks looks decent i already put some pro taper sx race evo bars on so if you do like the stock Yamaha bar band and you just want a little bit more flex, a little bit less vibration, go to a Pro Taper Evo SX Race. That is my go-to. I'm 5'11", 170. Um, I will admit this on the show. I don't know if the Pro Taper guys are listening, but I would tell them this anyway in front of their face. I love me some Renthal Half Waffle Soft Grips, um, even Half Waffle Medium Renthal Grips. Um, those are just... I'm old, right? And you get stuck in your ways at times when you go do your own thing. I'm a test rider. I try all different kinds of stuff. But when it's time for me to ride my own shit, I like what I like. And for me, half waffle soft Renthal mixed with the Pro Taper Evo SX Race is it's a good combo. It's cushy. Feels good on my hands. I got calluses, but I don't got blisters. Takes down some of that vibration. Pro Taper makes excellent sprockets. I would, and this is what I just experienced today, for gearing, if you guys are lugging and you like to lug, I mean, my buddy Greg Loop today, he is a third gear lugging son of a bitch, man. He refuses to downshift to second gear in corners. I try to tell him that. He yells at me. He says, leave me alone. So I'm like, okay, so let's just change your gearing. So going to a 50, Stevie Tarkowski from Yamaha, he actually likes a 50 as well. I talked to him today about that. Um... So go to a 1350 gearing if you like to run third gear more and you want that new 23YZ450F to run third gear better through corners. Just go to a 1350. Stock is 1349. People, listen to me closely on this. Do not email me and say, what size, how many links do I need? Look, 
just buy a 120 link chain and cut it. And you can, right before you cut or you take off your old chain, look and see where your adjusters are before you cut your chain. And then put your new chain up, and you may have to go in a little bit on your adjusters, and then you cut accordingly. You don't have to go buy a 116 link. Just cut it yourself. It's, it's not that hard. Chain breakers, you can buy chain breakers. Motion Pro makes chain breakers. Or you can just get your grinder out, whatever it is that you want to do. You can do it. It's not a big deal. Um, so I'm going to go to a 1350 so I can use third gear more. This bike will like it. It's, it revs so far, I feel like I'm not going to lose much in second gear. So no biggie, but it's going to help me in third gear. So uh, if you guys are going to get your bikes, maybe get a set of uh, SX Race Pro Tapers, get some Rental Half Waffle Grips, get a 1350 gearing, get a DID Gold ERT3 chain. That is the best chain on the market right now. Best chain. If you are a non-ownering guy, DID ERT3 gold. They will last. They will not break. That is the move. Um, that's what I'm putting on my bike. Uh, but as of right now, that's what I got. And now, just today, I'm going back to some different, good different suspension that I ran at the Vet Nationals. Uh, so I'm going to my suspension spec, and I rode that today. And the bike is, <laughs> uh, it's a lot better for me with my 22 suspension on the 23 i was worried it might change the the feeling of the 23 but man it's uh yeah it's really good so i have a firmer setup revalve setup from enzo um, that i put on there and it is unbelievable so rode a pretty rough track today and there's a lot of hold up the bike's pretty flat it moves a little bit less so yes the bike can get even better from stock i recommend riding it the way it comes so you guys can feel it and then step-by-step -step process of suspension or mufflers whatever you do fmf is sending me a muffler system to try so i'll be doing that doing a review and see how that is pro circuit and akrapovich are also sending me some so we'll get some of that dialed in and at some point in time we will try an ecu but i'm just going to leave it stock and right now there is a i gotta go onto my yamaha power tuner app while i'm on the show and tell you what i'm on if you guys are looking for a map Let's see, 2020 YZ450F, push. Okay, there is a control torque setting that I am on. That's my MAP2 setting. If you guys are looking for a little bit slight less hard hitting, I have that as well. Um, if you look at the 23 list, there is a hard hitting map, linear torque, and smooth linear. And then I have a control torque map that I've been using. That's my MAP2. And then... Map one, I have all zeros, but I also have a map called Slight Less Stock, um, which is a little bit less snap down low and a longer pulling power. So those will be up on my site soon. If you need them, I will screenshot them right now, and then I can uh, give them to you, and then uh, you guys can uh, see what it's all about. So you guys can try them for yourself. Um, okay, so... That is it. That's basically what I got for you. That's my 2.0 introduction for the YZ450. Um, I guess some of you guys are bitching about, which is warranted. You guys are excited about this bike. I guess the dealerships are pushing them back. Um, I heard rumors, just like you guys did, about clutches. I've had, you know, four days, okay? It's not a lot. But the tracker of the day is deep sand, and it requires some clutch use. 
I feel like the clutch lasted a lot. I shouldn't say a lot. The clutch was a decent amount better for me than my 22. When I did a 30-minute moto on my 22 at this track, I lost my clutch feel and lever a lot after about 15 minutes. This one, I only had to use my adjuster uh, one time. So I put a works connection perch on this bike um, last night. I am running a Honda lever. So if you're going to buy a works connection perch, which you can use the the uh, product code Kiefer20, that is saves 20% off at worksconnection.com. I use the body and the wheel from a Yamaha, but you can use a Honda lever, which is a different ratio, which I like better. So you can get a black Honda lever, which is a little bit different ratio than stock, and it's closer to the ratio that Tomac uses on his arc. And so that is the move on there. That helps the, the clutch linear. I want to say that word, but it's too hard. I want to tell you guys, like, as you're coming out of a corner, and that just makes the bike a little bit longer and linear in that window for the clutch uh, leverage. So for me, it was a little bit on-off feeling on the stock clutch, which it wasn't horrible. Um, but having a different um, pitch and leverage ratio is really... Uh, helping me roll my corners better. So if you do order something at Works Connection, order the Honda lever. I like the black lever, but order the Honda lever and then the normal YZ body and the roller. Uh, I am working with Eric to change some of the clutch lever shape. Uh, I told Eric I think the lever shape is a little bit dated. I would like a less square lever shape, and I want a little bit more rounded, similar to an arc lever. Uh, if you look at Tomax levers, they're a little bit longer, and the bend is not so pronounced. It's a pretty flat lever. That's a really cozy. I have one of those, and it's really cozy to use on my finger. Um, actually, I rode with the Works Connection lever today. Didn't mind it at all, actually. It makes the pull a lot better, a lot more buttery. And that leverage ratio, that Honda leverage ratio, is really good on the Yamaha. So that's, that's the move there. So otherwise, my bike is stock. I'm going to run it that way for a little bit, have my suspension on it. And I'll continue to update you. If I find anything, anything goes wrong, you can always email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com. You see me at the track, I'll talk to you about it. Chances are probably pretty uh, high that you cannot ride my bike, so sorry. That's uh, not my fault. I would have everybody ride this bike and have a lineup of people at the van, but Yamaha would be very, very pissed off at me. So, uh, But no problem. You come up and sit on it, look at it. Um, I'll be riding here the next couple weeks, and uh, I know it's holidays, but we're going to be doing some uh, different settings and shaking some parts down on this thing. So this is a hot commodity right now. It's a new bike, and people want to know about it. So we're going to be on the on the ball with this thing. As always, my door is open for you guys. Anytime you guys want to hit me up, you know the email. I'm happy to talk about it. I love dirt bikes, especially when we have a new dirt bike. Really looking forward to the new Kawasaki that's supposed to come out next year excited about that and i'm excited about the new kawasaki sr special racer now it has show a suspension so we're going to be breaking that thing down here probably around christmas time and we're working on getting shootouts done around the 20th and 21st we're going to go up to mesquite motocross in arizona and you're thinking oh my god it's a hard pack track no it is not it's probably the closest track to my house that has East Coast-like conditions, very soft, very very ruddy, good-sized jumps. So 
good place to do a shootout. We're going to do that, and we're going to organize that here soon. Um, if you guys need to know more information, I will try to get that to you out on my website, keyforringtesting.com. But look at racerxonline.com. Steve Mathis and I did a video. There's also going to be a rental reaction pod over on Steve's site about this bike because he wrote it as well. And, of course, of course, he's going to be one of those gargle fests, like everything's great. But he did mention three things that he didn't like, which I will not reveal on this show. But you can watch the video over on Racer X, and that will be up there. But it's always a good time with Steve. It's good to see Steve riding. He actually looked really good on the bike for stock suspension. And uh, for me, he doesn't like compliments. But I'm a pretty transparent human being, and he did look pretty good on it, honestly. And I feel like this bike will suit him better in the long run. And it's going to suit the Supercross racers, I swear as well. I think Tomac will end up liking it. Uh, I already know that uh, Ferrandis likes it a lot. A-Ray's going to ride it, so let's hope it keeps A-Ray safe <laughs> and keep him off the ground because he's going to probably have a baby here soon because he's getting married. God knows um, she might get knocked up here fairly soon, I would I would assume, the way things are going. <laughs> uh, that's it. It's a quick episode. Thank you for joining me. Don't forget, we'll be back again next week with more information, more fun, more laughs. Get you guys smarter. And don't forget, uh, go subscribe to Racer X Magazine, 12 issues, $30. You get a cool new 2023 calendar. No, Diana Dahlgren is not in it. That is too bad. But there is some cool shots of Team America from the Disnations. Lots of nostalgia photos. Uh, if you guys like and you still use calendars, which I do right now. I'm staring at it in the office. And uh, you can do that. 12 issues, 30 bucks. Get a free calendar. And if you want to get some merch, we'd love to sell you guys some merch. It helps us out as well. There is Kiefer testing hoodies. Uh, there's a couple different kinds. There's a couple shirts. Heather's going to be ordering some more stuff here fairly soon. Hopefully we'll have another set, another hoodie or two, and T-shirts by Christmas. If you guys want some different kind of merch you're looking for, you want to rep, tell Heather. Heather at KieferIncTesting.com or click on the shop button on our site and order away. Could be a great gift for Christmas. And if you guys, like I said, if you guys want to see something that we don't have and you want it, hit up Heather. If people, uh, enough people talk to her about it and uh, and want it, maybe we'll, uh, we'll order some of those things up and sell them as well. So don't forget, lots of information on my website. Before you email me, my door is open, but before you email me, it's okay to look around my website. It's, it's fairly easy to navigate. It's way better than it was. I will say it was a nightmare at one time, but it's gotten way better. There is a tab at the top of my website. If you have a Honda, there's a Honda tab, and everything we've tested for a Honda is in that tab. Just keep scrolling. It's like an infinite scroll of everything you have. And if you don't see it then, then email me because my email has been going off. And although I started that, it is nice to have people with legit questions <laughs> that actually look through my website. You would not believe how many people are lazy and just ask me shit when it's right there on my website. It's amazing. So thank you guys for the support. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for supporting my advertisers. They're great people. They're great products. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on my show. Trust me on that. Have a great Thanksgiving if you are in North America. And be safe. Be kind to each other. And don't forget, share the love of dirt bikes with others. It's... uh. It spreads like wildfire, guy. Keep kids on dirt bikes. Love you guys. See ya.